the Lactose Lancer, the Noxious Knockout, the Toxic Tutor, the Fearless Farter. Oh, that's a new one. It was early 20s was that one. It's a classic, actually. Like your early 20s or the early 20s? <laughs> I'm not that old, Kevin. No, the my early 20s, I was the Fearless Farter. Oh, yeah. okay. At okay. that time, I, I had a tendency to just run into the fight. It was a very bold thing. I've aged out of it since. So I you're, you're, you should... you're the fearful farter now? Hey, no, I'm still fearless. You can't hurt me. But I, I think <sighs> about things before I just run into it now. Oh, yeah, yeah right. That's, that's totally you. Okay, uh, I... And the noxious knockout. The f- I'm lactose Lancer now, though. Yeah, that, and that's I, right. My friends and Kevin call me Lance. Mm, indeed. Can we start this podcast? You're gonna keep interrupting me. Yeah, I mean, it's just here. Recording live from Pacific City in the Pacific Protectors Tower itself, the PP Tower. We are recording from the superhero situation room. I have young Kevin, my podcast producer, next to me, and this week we have Temperate Boy as our guest. Every week we interview my favorite heroes. And we get into their origin stories, their powers, and just see what's going on in their lives. How are you doing this week, Kevin? Good. 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 Yeah, I had a, uh, had a large burrito on the way here. Large burrito? Yeah. Sounds like you had a very busy week. I had a wonderful week. I Asshole. Something happened. I've been wanting to tell you about this. Yeah? I met someone. Uh, uh, okay. Like a woman. Remember I was looking for a girlfriend? Right. I do remember that. That You're, uh, you're not like all the way through logic of like why that's going to help you. That's right. What are you talking? It's straight... Clearly, you're doing fine, and you have a girlfriend. Right. So I think if you're doing fine with a girlfriend, I'll probably be all right with a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, but like, logic. but like me and my girlfriend are like, okay, like just like on our own as well. You're trying to have your this lady fix you. I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah. what happened, it actually was a lot like how we met. I met her on one of my long walks. Okay. Right? I was walking. Was she also unconscious? No, no, no. Okay. No, good point. Yeah, no, that's, she was not. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna be concerned. I'm gonna be concerned if that's a reoccurring thing, Lance. Finding people unconscious and bring them into your lives. Honestly, happened twice. You were the second one. I, huh? I guess we haven't talked about this. Me and young Kevin met one day after my sabbatical. I was back. I'm part time hero work, and I'm walking a lot just because I have the time. I was thinking about starting a podcast, and while I was thinking about it. <laughs> Craziest thing, call it fate, destiny. I find young Kevin unconscious under a bridge. I call it fifty-six stitches. That as well, I, and, and I'm happy it's not more. Um, found him unconscious under a bridge, and I, using my classic first aid, classic my classic move of first aid. No, every hero knows basic first aid. I Sweet. resuscitated young Kevin here. I was, and as we were chat, chatting afterwards, I was checking his level of consciousness. Turns out he's a podcast producer. Fate, destiny, when the universe calls, I answer. Right? That's how I young met, met young Kevin. We started a podcast a week later. No, this young lady, crazy thing. I was walking on one of my long walks. Yes. And she was walking in the same direction. Okay. It was like these things, you know how they happen. No. We just no, no. struck up conversation. No, people walk by each other all the time. Well, we were in a park and we were just walking the same direction and started, our paces matched and we kind of just got into a long conversation. I mean, of course, here's the hang-up, and this is why I need to talk to you about this. Yeah. Um, I've been trying out a secret identity thing lately because I, I now that I'm out of the public eye and working part-time, it's probably best that I kind of, like, try to have a life outside of Heroing because I just have the time you, now. You do have a podcast. You're not, like, really out of the public eye. 
Well, yeah, but like we I guess know. no one really listens yeah, to this no podcast, yeah. but yeah. We established that. I really thought Pierre the Copier would stir up more like Yeah, he was making a, like he was making a lot of copies of like flyers and stuff. Yeah. He's extreme. Yeah. He still has a job, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty impressive cuz yeah. he's like really um I don't know, he's really out there about some of his like political views. Oh, no, he's aggressive. Like honestly, yeah. like red flags. And I, I think he got oh, on yeah, some definitely. lists, but I think I put him on the list and the PP hasn't done anything about it. Yeah, so which list did you put him on? Uh, just like a, a general people to watch surveillance list. A PP people to watch list? <laughs> yeah, the PPPW. <laughs> Alright, never mind. We <laughs> talked about Pierre the Copier last week, but we're walking, we're talking, but here's the thing. So I've never had a secret identity before. Right, you've always just been like, because you were an orphan, right? I was an orphan, right. and then I was like the mascot for the P, the Pacific Protectors through my childhood. As yeah. they raised me. I mean, yeah. I like the mascot. Yeah. There was a Peter, the fucking Peregrine Falcon. He was the actual mascot, but I was raised by the PP and was basically a mascot. Okay, so you weren't the mascot, though. The, I was like a mascot. It wasn't... There was Peter, the fucking Peregrine Falcon. Okay. He's the official mascot of the Pacific Protector. The only mascot. The official one. Only one, right. I was... I was raised in the Pacific Protectors. You know this. Yeah. And you knew that you've seen me in the public sphere, and I was I was always around. Like no one had beef bringing a kid into a, a scene of trauma and war and contention because invincible. The kid's not going to get hurt, but I got hurt. So we're chatting. Me and oh, this we're girl. Moving past that, okay. I, yeah, I don't want to go into it. We shouldn't start a podcast like that. I met this girl. The problem was, is she started asking me about myself. And I didn't know what to tell her, so I told her that my name's Devin, and I'm a producer on a podcast, and um, I I check the levels, that's what I do, I keep my mouth shut because I don't want to get in the way of these heroes talking. It's a podcast she wouldn't know. It's very respectful. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And uh, But here's the thing, I kind of need to borrow your parents because I told her I had those at some point. It's gonna be in the future. You start warming up with them. I'll talk to her and uh, we'll we'll, like schedule things. So just to like legitimize my backstory. You wanna use Greg and Greg for, for your dating purposes? Yeah, yeah, I told her I had, yeah, wouldn't you just help me with that? I don't have parents, I'm an orphan. And she doesn't know I'm a hero, so I can't really introduce her to the people that actually raised me. Well, I, I don't want to ask my dads to just adopt you for a day. Is that, like, what you're kind of asking? Well, don't they know that I'm, like, just home? It's, 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 well, that's the thing. They can know I'm the lactose lancer. It's just her that doesn't know. And I think they would love to spend a day with me. Uh, I... And my possible girlfriend, Nick, remember. I... Oh, I well, love this girl. She's fabulous. You know, we can agree to disagree on that, but the, uh... Okay, the the question I have is do you, do you intend to go you intend to go long term with this with this girl? I don't know yet, but I'm just kind of I'm kind of giddy. I, like that's the thing. She doesn't have a nose. She's not super strong. What happened to her nose? Wait, no, no, she does have a nose, right? She, she has a nose. Yes. She's not super strong. These are things I thought I wanted a woman who was super strong and didn't have a nose, but she's neither of those things and yet my heart still longs. So, your your first attempt at wooing this girl that your heart longs for is to lie to her about your parents 
is my secret identity. I have to keep that straight. If she knew I was a hero and villains found out I was dating her, she would just be easy baked. You have to be careful about these things, young Kevin. This is why I was on Swoop. What? What? It, yeah, the superhero dating app. I, yeah. I, we don't really need to plug it like that, obviously. I know they're paying you, but... I, yeah, it's another one. They picked uh, me up, actually, from last week. Yeah, no, I kind of this figured... This podcast is brought to you by Swoop, another Shameless. corporation that's Shameless. walking our back when we watch theirs. Thank you, Swoop. Wow, that's a that's really bummer uh, slogan. But uh, so what, if you're, what is your plan if you do end up going out long-term and eventually my parents, Greg and Greg, are just like... They, they don't do it for you for the rest of your life. They don't pretend to be your parents for the rest of your life. Oh, I didn't think that far ahead. Yeah. In fact, I doubt they'd do it once. Why didn't you just say you were an orphan? Why is that like a deal breaker? No one wants to Why do you even bring up... Why do you have to bring up your parents? It turns out I might have to be an orphan for the long-term thing. I think this is what we'll do. She'll meet Greg and Greg, your parents, and for a day, and we'll spend a day with them, and I'll be like, wonderful, because I already lied about it. Right. Then something tragic, I don't know, villainy shit happens. Greg and get dead. Greg die. I tell her they die. We don't actually kill your parents. Okay. Yeah. I tell her she di- they died, and that way I'm more like an adult orphan rather than an orphan since my youth. Okay, you know, okay, you know, like if you tell someone Greg and Greg die, it's a very possible they'll see Greg and Greg again because they have that cooking show. Parents have a. Co- I really don't know much yeah. about your parents. Yeah, eggs with Greg and Greg. Eggs with Greg and Greg. Yeah, they make only. Egg They're the Gregs dishes. and Greg from Eggs with Greg and Greg. Yeah. They're the Greg and Greg from Eggs from with Greg and Greg. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I gotta find someone else's parents. Yeah. That's never gonna work. No, like that's like the number one egg-based cooking show in all of Pacific City. Yeah. Literally the best Gregs in show business. Yes, the best Gregs. Yeah, and great eggs too. Yeah, great eggs for Gregs. All right. Well, I guess I have some things to think about. Good. How was your week, young Kevin? Uh, you know, it was mostly just about eating burritos this week. That's wonderful. All right, well, this week we have Temperature Boy, who I have been working with on a classified case. Can't get into it on the podcast, but he's an interesting guy. He's visiting Pacific City. Um, Let's get to know him. All right. Nice burp, dude. Good way to end it. Already in the studio, we got Temperate Boy. Hello, Temperate Boy. Hey, what's going on, man? Let's just get into it. Um, tell me about your power. Break it down. It's hard to explain. Listen to me right now. I I can adjust temperature anywhere by six degrees Celsius. Six degrees Celsius. Sixty. Six, Wait, sixty degrees Celsius. And like you can make it sixty degrees hotter or sixty degrees colder, or is it like thirty and thirty? It's sixty both ways. Okay. okay. From body temperature. It's pretty that's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. But it is really good. But listen, it has to be at ninety eight point four degrees Celsius. That's the baseline. And my normal body temperature. Okay. If you've got a fever, that doesn't increase my ability to change the temperature. Okay. okay. That, that doesn't work like that. Right. That's not science. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you can slowly or, or how quick can you change the temperature? Uh it takes minutes to hours, depending on how big how big the space well, is. That's a big range. Like yeah. Like how many minutes? Well, I can't like pinpoint, so I can only do the molecules around me, and they spread. Okay. Almost like how like a heater or or an AC works. Okay, so like let's say we were in a room that was seventy five degrees, 
How long would it take you to heat up the room to 85 degrees? We're not doing math problems on air, dude. Why are you giving us story problems? Because I'm trying to see if he's bullshitting us, if this is just actually like him changing the thermometer or something. You don't do your research on these guests, Lance. Not every room has a thermometer. Don't you know he took down the Lizard Queen? Did you not hear about that? That was on the East Coast. It was a huge save. I don't I don't follow heroes. I follow sports. Oh, my freaking... The Lizard Queen, that was you, right? You said that was you? That's confidential, but we'll talk about it later. Oh. Is that he Kevin? Is he Kevin? Is that That's Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Yes. Kevin. Uh, you feeling a little hot there, bud? Feeling a little, a little. You know what? Little... I'm not. I'm not. But I am feeling like I might be getting there in like twelve and a half minutes. Yeah, I think. I think it's like. I think it's like twelve minutes, and then forty percent of another minute right now. How's your taint feel? Is a little wet. That's just always how it feels. <laughs> Answer your question. Room this size. It takes maybe three and a half minutes to get a 10 degrees Celsius. Okay, so this is like... Yeah. To go up 10 degrees? Yeah. So here's... Okay. But if I'm closer to you, I can do it faster. My hands are getting a little sweaty. Yeah, just like a little bit uncomfortable. Like, not too bad, but like just yeah. a little bit. So, your power is interesting, but it's not like super helpful in fights. It doesn't seem like it. Well, be. like I said, if I'm really close to you, it, it's way more impactful. Like how, like, how quickly if you were touching me, could you like make me heat up to the point where I'd have to stop fighting you? It would take just a few seconds at that point because you're uh-huh. right here. I'm touching, touching it. That actually yeah. is pretty useful. It is, yeah. yeah. I can make you like like I can't boil you because I, I I stop right below 100 degrees Celsius. Yeah. But I can almost freeze you. I can do a little frostbite. You know when I when I heard your name was Temperate Boy, I thought you'd be kind of like a shitty superhero because it's a pretty shitty name. Well, I didn't make up my name. It was a. Yeah, it's not a great name. Oh no, I'm not like insulting you. I'm just saying like it just is. Well, that's my name from school, and I'd like to get rid of it. I I, I would too. That that happens. Like the Shama Man just recently got Shama Man. He was Doobie Boy for like the first ten years of just because everyone thought it was like it was such a very memorable name, Doobie Boy, right? And yeah. it was it. He just got stuck with it for like ten years. Yeah, but it was also and like, just recently he was able to switch it to Shama Man because it's, it's it's you also have to turn the public perception and ch- like rebrand yourself it was, in a grand yeah, way. Yeah, like branding's a really important part of superheroing. And like he, he had that partner for a while that was actually his brother and they were the Doobie Brothers. And it was just like one of those really like just... It was tragic what yeah. happened to the other brother. Yeah, really, yeah. really unfortunate. Oh I, I mean like, like, I don't know, man, shark tornadoes, they just get you sometimes. It wasn't a shark tornado. It was sharks, it was octopus, it was whales. It was a whole amalgamation of sea creatures within the tornado. A sushi tornado. Sushi-nado. I I guess that, my apologies, the shark is what finished him. But I guess the whale is what started him. I can't believe Shumaman got out of that alive. I don't know. We'll have to... Yeah, he, um... Yeah, he's, uh... He's very crafty, I guess. Just very... Also, he's very likable. So that's that's helpful in getting out of situations like that. Yeah, he's really becoming a sweetheart of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We'll have to have him on soon. Yeah, he's great weed. Yeah, yeah, great, great the weed, best weed, the yeah. best weed. I was in a coma all weekend. You were in a coma all weekend? Yeah, Kush coma. <laughs> so you literally only got to eating a burrito this week. Yeah, it, like when I told you the week was about eating burritos, like that's all I remember about it. I remember eating, uh, so like Saturday was uh, a beef burrito with extra beans and a pinto. And then Sunday was a chicken burrito with uh, refried beans, wanted to switch it up a little bit. So, and then, have you worked on the front lines of heroing at all? 
Sometimes I'm usually a cursory uh, character in the scene. You know how those work. You're you're all, you're in the back. You're in the ambulance. Yeah, yeah. you're you like you're that. like on the comic for like ten pages, just like kind of like addressing certain issues, and then they move on. Well, it's it's crowd control. It's it's first aid. It's 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 blocking off areas. There's a lot of behind the scenes work for a safe heroing, and having a, a roster of heroes on the back end, guys who don't really have the physical prowess to fight like me, and the invincibility and defenses like me, um, yeah. to be on the front lines they they can still be helpful no matter what i spent most of my childhood was on the back lines before i was um finished my physical training because to yeah you were like supplying those like fart in a jar bombs right yeah yeah this is when they kept yeah. me in the bubble because they couldn't control it's a really like brutal method of like warfare too because when they explode they get a bunch of glass shards in their eye and they get like this terrible smell well, procedures to throw it at their feet yeah, yeah, but it's, it's but you know those you know those crazy people on the front lines never throw it at the feet. They always go for the face. They should be happy that we're throwing glass jars at them filled with farts instead of like axes and swords and other things like that. This it is what's amazing about this. And I can't believe you you think it's it's dangerous jars full of farts than an actual weapon. But it is the perfect non lethal way to take down. It's not non lethal. They explode and glass shards go everywhere. Yeah, but the farts themselves, my side of it, I didn't make the glass jars. I make the farts. Uh, my side of it, yeah. it's, it is a perfect anesthetic. It will knock them out, and it's non-lethal. It's the best yeah. way to take out a villain. And so a lot of my childhood was to be on the back lines, in the back, creating these farts because there was only about a five-minute half-life on these things at the time because mm. I would fart them, and you'd have to get them to the enemies pretty quick. They had to be fresh is what I'm saying. Got to be fresh. And so they would keep me on the parameter um, from the ages about five to ten um, I was in the bubble, and then I started to master my physical mastery. 10 to 15 is when I started operating on my own closer and closer. But as I grew older, I got closer to the epicenter of the fight. And now, as you know, very in it. Now, actually... Very part-time. Part-time now. But yeah. I was, I used to be right in the heat of very it. Very part-time, not in the public eye. Do you settle those lawsuits? Yeah, those settled. But it's, it's I saved their lives. I, I don't know what all the complaining's about. I mean... It's about you exposing your anus. I understand what the complaining's about. Let me mm. restart that <laughs> legally, but well, no, there's other there's other lawsuits. All the infections caused by the the bacteria on the glass shards that got embedded in people's skins. Those heroes were worried about Y2K. We are a little more archaic in our practices because it's it, it's there were some big villains. Y2K almost wiped out everyone, and and it's, it was I mean, villains did, like that that did, heroes had to go to any means necessary to stop them. Did he it was a really? Big, did he really almost wipe out everyone? Or was it just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, we think Y2K is going to be this big deal, and then just nothing ends up happening? Nothing yeah. came of it. He just um, showed up, and he like attempted to light a building on fire, but he didn't even have powers. And then the cops just beat the shit out of him. Okay. You never heard what Y2K's actual power was? What was it? It doesn't work on this earth. The reason you guys don't know about this is because good heroing. Right, my farts involved in that. We took down a couple of his henchmen to get him closer to Y2K with my farts. These glass jars were necessary. It was warfare at the time. He was trying to pull the moon to the earth. And what happened is he got it about a two-day shift on the orbit. You remember how moon cycles until about 2000 were 30-day yeah, cycles and now they're 28-day cycles? Yeah, I was always wondering that. I do Y2K a lot of research into that. pulled the moon two days closer for the cycle. Damn. Does that make sense in the orbit? Uh, a little bit, yeah. So, of course, no one here thought he had powers. He was operating at a cosmic scale. Is that... Did we get that information from our team up? I can't remember. We were interrogating him. Um, were you in on that interrogation? I think so, if I vaguely remember. It was one of my last interrogation jobs. Uh, um, I think down in Guantanamo, I think that's where we were doing it. it was, it's, 
really secluded underneath underground so no one knows mm. um it was yeah it was pretty cool like i i don't know exactly how we got it out of him but <clears throat> at first we thought he had no powers right mm. we thought we, we thought it was a joke we got it we and then i raised the temperature a little bit Got a little more frisky. Mm, you feel he's little... good at that. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm a little warm right now. Keep going. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a little bit damper than usual. Not like a ton, but yeah. perfect. That's how I like it. I like it just a little, li- little extra moisture from your bodies in the air. Do you anyway? Really? What is what is your ideal temperature? Oh, uh, I like a, a good 75 degree room temperature. <sighs> I'm a just 68. Like, I guess just like if you're 75 uh, that, Fahrenheit. Can I, we, like, find a medium? I'm a 68. I don't like it that warm. It kind of throws me off a little bit. I'm actually okay with it being, like, 73, 74. I, I kind of like the um, the slick feeling of the sweat on my body. Okay, so Ugh. just a little, 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 little lower? Just a little? Yeah, just a little bit. And it's, like, I get, and also, 75 is, like, a good temperature for outside, but I feel like, for the most part, people like, like, 71, 72 when they're indoors. I'm a 68. I prefer 68 yeah, personally. You, you I'll run as cold. a hero. I will endure to to appease the people around me because that's part of it. But just so you know, I'm a 68. You're indestructible too, so I think we can calm down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, you should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still feel things. Absolutely, my indestructible doesn't mean I don't feel things anymore. I still feel it. I just I can't be broken. I okay, mean, I don't you can be... explain this to you. It's about my invincibility makes it feel like I have 18 very strong t-shirts on. But, uh, okay. Um, the, it, okay, so in the context of, like, fighting with supervillains that have, like, super strength, yeah. I don't know that 18 t-shirts would be, like, helpful enough. No, no, these are strong t-shirts. Okay. Um, like, uh, I'm... Okay, I'm just saying if someone has enough strength to level a building, they can punch through even the strongest 18 t-shirts. I like to feel it. Like, see, that's the thing is, I like going okay. into these fights where these guys are very strong because they like they, the punch that they pack. Because it feels like I'm wearing 18 strong T-shirts. Right. Um, it doesn't hurt me that bad, but I still like to feel it. Like, why do you think I was looking for a woman who was super strong? Who was super strong? The nose thing was for my 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 smell and the toots. Yeah. But the super strength was to so I could actually feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't don't like curl your lip out when you say feel it. <laughs> All right, no one needs to see that. Anyways. So you interrogated Y2K. This is insane. I, I did, yeah. And you were part of the team that figured out what his powers were? Yeah, it was 24 long months of rough interrogation. Um, oh, wow. I was involved in, in, in 23 and, and like 30 days, I think. I think it was a 31-day month. Was I don't think month. I've been on a case for more so than that's two, two weeks. Months. This is what? 20, that's just 24 months, I think. 23, 23 months and like minus a day. Days. Yeah, oh, I was involved in the last day, but that's officially when it ended. So almost uh, two years. Yeah. So yeah, we just so basically for two years in Guantanamo Bay. Almost oh, it's years. nice down there in Cuba. It's really fantastic, oh, especially beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. The remnants yeah. of communism just littered everywhere. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, I love yeah. whenever I have to drop a villain off down there because I take a little me time. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, the yeah. tropics. You know, it's a it's really interesting, like like how tight the security is down at Guantanamo. Because like I've T-I-T only I T tight dude, we don't mess around. It's not. Never mind. Uh, I but I've only I've only ever ever heard of like two people that have ever escaped from there. Yeah, we well two. Oh, that's good. Okay, no, yeah. there's been a lot more, but we kind of keep it hush hush. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little bit more concerning. 
Well, no one listens to this, right? No. Uh, no. no. Yeah, no. Like, weirdly, none at this point. Yeah. yeah. So, so still zeros. Probably safe for me to do this then. Uh, so what happens, like, uh, I think only two people have escaped from there, right? To yeah. Until the Carol and Humar. People that were released, though, we wiped their minds from Mind uh, Racer, And then they no. can't remember anything. Okay. No one's supposed to know that. I knew him as Clean Slate. So but... Did he race his own mind? No, no. I think he, I think he had a rebranding. When he released from the government contracts, I think he became Clean Slate, right? Am I thinking of the right guy, or are we mixed up here? I have no idea. Last time I saw him, I was I was at a bar. I, don't, I was drinking. I don't know. This last thing I remember, I woke up naked in my closet. Yeah, um, sounds like Clean Slate. That's, that's Clean Slate. That I know. Yeah, yeah. My, oh. my, Wait, he kidnaps drunk people? No, no. They... I don't, I don't know, know actually. No one remembers. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's That sounds... Yeah, it's probably... A, yeah, he sounds like a criminal. But you knew him as Mind Eraser at the time. Mind Sorry, Eraser, yeah. yeah. Uh, great guy. <laughs> yeah, sounds to great. To bring it up, though, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's probably... Huh. In, it's encouraging, actually. Knowing that guy's freaky because normal lapses in your yeah, memory freakies. that, like, our brain is meant to know... Knowing this and hanging out with this dude is like you have like a lapse and you're like moments of like did I brush my teeth this morning like trying to remember what I had for lunch yesterday you're like was it mind eraser who affected that or just my natural memory decay? That's nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened between me and Clean Slate that you can remember. So you knew him as memory eraser. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he would uh, he would take prisoners sometimes and uh, they 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 would come back. Like asking for lunch, even though we just gave them lunch. That's what Mind, mind Racer took them to well, do. Were, were they just like hungry? Like, like I, I assume they were hungry. I don't know. They, I don't know what. Well, like we starved their floor a while. Well, but. like even if they, so if they just had lunch, then they wouldn't be asking for lunch, even if they forgot about lunch. So do you think they well, were just like trying to like sit? Were you feeding them enough? Were they just trying to like save hungry, extra portions? Man. Yeah, we fed people. All people can't be like you, where they eat one burrito a week and they call it the week, right? Hey, you. I would. I ate. 74 burritos and i was gonna go through all of them but you cut me off at two you had 74 burritos this week in two days what kind of burritos so the third burrito okay so he would take them out to lunch (laughs) all right back to the story yeah so you so 23 he takes him out to lunch oh that that story okay uh, <laughs> oh, we can go back to your story. Well, no, yeah, my, yeah. He takes him to lunch. He, like, like I said, he, he he takes him. He took him to lunch, and then he wouldn't. And then he'd come back and ask for lunch. They wouldn't. They, he, I don't know. I just I just assumed as as everybody else did around the normal office in Guantanamo Bay, that that he was erasing their minds for some reason. I don't know. I don't really remember hmm. much of that either, which is weird. I don't even know how I remember it now. Yeah, that's interesting. So what happened with the the interrogation? Yeah, so 23 months and 30 days of riveting uh, interrogation, oscillating interrogation. Um, I would go in every morning. I'd turn it up. Uh, It's it's always summertime down there. So I'd raise the heat even more. You know? Isn't that that weird? Isn't that weird? Like, what was the the hottest that you would, like, make it? Oh, you ever been in the sauna before? Yeah. Like a good sauna? Yeah. Like a sauna where you pour water on the temperature gauge and it kicks up hotter than it should be? Oh, yeah. That I, hot. I've always had automated saunas here in the PP Tower. Is there? Do you do people actually pour the water usually for a sauna? You can't pour it on the rocks to break the sauna, which is uh, why I... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that? No, you no, can't. You'll break the sauna machine. Yeah. The classic sauna, it wasn't a machine. It was an actual, like... 
there was fire and coals and stuff okay, down okay. there, and you'd go and you puff it up, you get some steam in there. Mm. Cheap saunas now in gyms, so they have a machine. They just have rocks there for the smell mm. and the sweaty wood. Is there? I love the smell oh. of rocks. I, oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. yeah, you're really an enthusiast about the smell of rocks. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, it's, you know what it is? It's it's very different from my smell. It's a very like inorganic smell. It's, it's yeah. Your it's smell flat. is the most organic. It's very is. organic. Yeah. I, I'm on a very organic diet. Yeah, yeah. How's it been going lately? Steady, steady, same stuff. I, I only have the day dietitian part time now, so I'm kind of on my own. Why is everything? My meals. Why is everything in your life part time? It's point? the deal with the. This is the deal we made with the PP. Wait, the doc- your doctor had to make a deal to be part time as well. Well, no, I'm, it's part of my staffing and the access. Why do we think we can only record these? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is the only access I have to this room. Well, no, I told you that Thursday through Sunday, I'm off doing my other job. That's, What's your other job? I'm a pizza delivery boy. You're a pizza delivery boy? Yeah. You make three hundred and a half thousand dollars as my podcast. Oh, producer. did did uh did Bob not tell you about the the new clause that he found? In it? It's actually up to the your lawyer found another clause. Yeah, six hundred seventy-five thousand a year. No. Uh. Because you, there's a there's a small clause that uh, Lee put in there that said uh, my pay doubles if I make it past episode Okay, two. I'm gonna have my manager look at this. We'll discuss this later. Yeah, I it's, mean it's in the con- it's in the contract that you signed, so it's like already a thing. But that's I but just want to let you. Added a clause. Never mind. I no, I added the clause before works. before we signed it. So I just want to make sure that you knew. That it's up to six hundred now. Six hundred seventy-five. I can afford that. Yeah. I've had a very lucrative hero career. But I do. Uh, I, no, I, I just do the pizza pizza delivery job just for like the art of it. The art of it. Yeah. Like, do you want to go deeper into that? That's a weird thing. I'm not I good mean, with like normal things. When people talk about like normal people talk about like normal things, is this something that like normal people talk about? I mean, like it's a pretty well known thing in like the non superhero community that pizza delivery is like the second or probably the third highest form of art that exists. I used to deliver pizza. Yeah, really. They called me the perfect pizza guy. I had tips every time. You're highest the perfect pizza tip. guy. Perfect pizza guy. So Dude, your your tip you could... your tip average was seven seventy nine. That's like a dollar higher than the average tip average. Exactly. Huge, That's meaningful impact. Really impressive. World. Because really I, impressive. I get there. I I take it from from the pizza shop. I go and I I, I deliver it perfectly heated. Yeah. As oh. as hot as it came out of the out of the oven. You know, huh. like you were you're a six time employee of the month, and uh, that's just you know. People say like people will base someone's pizza delivery career based on the amounts of employee of the month awards that they won. Like some people say, if you get past seven, you're better than six. But I think it's the overall pizza based career and who you impact during it. I agree, and yeah. I, I'm I'm especially impressed that you know about my pizza career in Atlantic City. Oh, I oh yeah, like the Atlantic the Atlantic City Pizza Hub, the like those those competitions that happen every ninety five days, because that's the that's the temperature that you're supposed to cook pizza in a brick oven is just really Wait, impressive. You follow pizza competitions and sports. Yeah. Over us saving your goddamn lives. Well, I, I mean, I made this point before, but like I don't follow like doctors careers either, but they save more lives than you guys do. Well, they're your logic. It just always goes right over. Oh, yeah, it's correct. Time. Yeah, that, that's why it goes over your head. And Did you ever check out the ice cream delivery competitions in Atlantic City? Those get um, pretty, pretty I, cool. I did, I did, but it, it was just one of those things where, like, you know, the, the hardcore enthusiasts of, like, of the, the ice cream competitions are always, like, really snobby and, like, re- they really look down on the pizza delivery competitions. And the pizza delivery competition people are just trying to have a good time. But, like, the ice cream people are just always so snooty. And, like, I enjoy why the... Why are they more snooty? Because it's, like, harder to keep it cold or... Um, they just... They just think they're too cool. 
So, yeah, it's a really fun time. The ice cream delivery. I actually got disqualified in three different competitions. I, I put on my fake identity because you know, yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah. literally keep uh, ice cream cool. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Like you, you. I mean, in in their Wait, defense, you do kind of have an unfair advantage. Were you in competing in civilian contests? I was. I was like, that a, is so immoral as a hero. So wait, wait. I have to clarify. You interrogated villains for the government, mm -hmm. and then you got into the pizza and ice cream thing, or was that before? Oh, I've always done it since I was a young lad. And the, it's the interrogation thing or the pizza? And wait, wait. <laughs> interrogation thing. I dreamed about doing. It. I finally got my dream uh, job. That's, you know, but, that's that's the that's the that's the real like success story. It's not necessarily doing what gives you the most money, but just doing what you love. Exactly. It's, it's like young Kevin. He delivers pizzas on the weekend, but because of that, he's able to. Do what he loves and produce this podcast with me. Now this is this is how I make money. The pizza is what I love. You love pizza more than this? Yeah. Delivering pizza? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just a higher form of service. Wait, why why is that? I mean I mean like this is like this is a good job, don't get me wrong. Like I'm I'm in a I'm in a contract that'll pay me really well. Uh probably too well. Uh Probably like six times more. No, probably like eight times more than I'm probably to getting paid. Um, Lining out for people. Every but week. Uh, but yeah, it's just like it's a good way to make money. But delivering pizzas and if you do it like in just the right way, like the impact that you can have on people is just oh, it's so much more profound than anything else I could think of. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you have any insidious motives at all, or could have in any. No, way. no, okay. obviously not. It's just I do it. I do it for the love of the game. Wow. I don't, I don't even get paid when I work. That's inspiring, Kevin. You've really changed yeah. me. You know what? You should be a guest on another podcast to talk about this. Okay, I'm done talking about this civilian stuff. All right, well, this is a superhero podcast. I should, I should start a pizza podcast. Okay, you can start a pizza podcast. Please, actually. I would love if you started a pizza podcast. Okay, so just to let you know, like, in the contract that, I like, you can't stop me, but if I start a second podcast, then you have to double my pay. Even if I'm not involved? Yeah, because it's still on the network. Oh, my God, I am... Do yeah. not understand contracts, and I'm so lucky. I have so much money. Okay, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, um, very fortunate. Can it, I be wait. on your podcast? Uh, probably not for a while. We because like we have to like put up the uh, you know put up like the best like guests first, and then I can, we can have pizza and try it one time. Oh yeah, like that's you never had pizza before. Well, I had it when I was really young. It's been years. It's dangerous for me to have pizza. Yeah, I guess I can that's try true. It sometimes probably have to do that remotely. Um, because I think you might actually kill me. If so you'll have me room. on the podcast, but you won't actually let me be there to be on the podcast right record okay okay i see how this friendship okay so that's not temper, a temperate boy so we got to get back to y2k mm. it was a two-year interrogation no 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 Tw uh, 23 months and 30 days okay was it just focused on y2k or did you have someone's henchmen to work with as well or were you just so focused on him well, well, yeah, he started with what? What he had thirty-five henchmen we, we arrested uh, over that the course of the twenty-three months and thirty days. Uh, they just slowly started disappearing. I don't know what happened. We had Mind Eraser there. We had, we had the Roofinator there as well. Uh, the what? The Roofinator. What 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 is his ability? Um, he. Uh, he he roofies people. Oh uh, man, I gave you the opportunity to say he works on roofs, but no, we had to go there. <laughs> Whatever well, no, he roofies people for the government. If someone's got to do it, how else do you think we get people in for interrogation? Oh, you have to have a you master. You know, doser. I actually, I actually did hear. I, I have heard about his mentor before. One of the rare, uh, one of the rare heroes that I've actually known about. Pudding cup. No, kill Bosby. Also known as Pudding mm. Cup. Oh, it's, oh, is it? Yeah, it's oh, one of those. Okay. It's double double. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it's, he was killed Osby for a while. Yeah, and then he became Pudding Cup. Yeah. 
Um, he's very good at what he does. Uh, another one I haven't seen in a while. Uh, we also had the Drizzler was there as mm-hmm. well. Uh, he was he was pretty cool to work with. Are you? Uh, wait, were you all interrogating him? Uh, we were interrogating everybody. We was a big party all at all times usually. Um, you guys were hanging out. We're, yeah, not well. We weren't hanging out with the henchmen. They were just they were uh, the subjects uh, while we were partying everywhere. Like it was open doors. We have an open door policy. So how much interrogate? Open door policy to heroes or. Villains. Open door. Well, the the villains all chained up and stuff, but we leave the doors open so they know what's going. So heroes can come in. So as they can they come want. and go whenever you want. There's no and cameras. Do whatever they so want. Yeah. How much of this twenty three month thirty day period was there actual interrogation of Y two K, and how much of it was just you partying with the other heroes? Well, I, I like to interrogate uh, three to four times a month, maybe something along those lines. And how long do these interrogations go for? Oh, it really depends. I mean, uh, it depends how hot and cold I want to get. Like I said, it takes minutes mm-hmm. to hours. It really depends. That's uh, a good point. What were you trying to get out of him? Oh, exactly. Because we, we assumed he was just hiding his powers from us. He wouldn't say anything. after. Uh, uh, it took a little bit just to get him to mention the moon. Mm-hmm. Like he, like, Oh, because you didn't know that he pulled the moon down. He he eventually admitted to it after. Uh, then why did yeah. you arrest him in the first place if you didn't know that that's what he was? That's doing? what the gasoline was. Remember that the incident where he had the gasoline and the the lighter, and he was about to have shit go down, and at the same time pulling down the moon. Why, that's why we thought Y two K was so dangerous because a well placed gasoline can and a lighter can do a lot of damage. Don't oh, forget that. So he was just an but arsonist. That's why you arrested. Arsonist him. slash, um, he was pulling the moon in to collide with the Earth. Uh, my real question is, what? Where did he? Did you ever find out what that name means? Uh, it, it's it's a it's a racist name. Um, oh. Uh, oh my. Yeah, it's it's very derogatory towards moon people. That's in their oh. native language. Oh. What? Oh, they're so easy to offend though. Oh, well. It's it's one of those things. It's a, they don't like, get much sunlight on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, they're always looking for something to get mad about. Yeah. Like, ugh, sorry, you don't have access to the sun, but. <laughs> yeah, they're they just just because yeah, they're victims they're... in that way, they try to be victims in everything. I mean, being a victim of no sunlight is a pretty big deal. Like, they I think, seem to do fine. I mean, yeah, but like, you don't have to like live on the dark side of the moon. You don't know how bad it can get up there sometimes. That's true. I've never stayed more than uh, five minutes. Why do you go to the moon for five minutes? Well, no, I was on the moon for a while. The light side of the moon's sick. Great oh, resort, great yeah. training grounds too, because it's so secluded. There's a very, there's a very distinct cutoff between the dark and the light side of the yeah, moon. Yeah, and I took. A two and a half minute walk into the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. I saw nothing because it's dark. Yeah, and then I walked two and a half minutes back out. Do we even know if people live there? Okay. I don't know. I, I keep seeing them online saying shit. The it's dark the side. Dark. Yeah. Oh, you don't even know. You don't. No, know. I don't. That's what I was asking. It's an oppressive monarchy up there. Oh. Like the oh. moon people, they have no idea that Earth even exists. Really? Side. Yeah. Really? They have no idea. The king knows. The king knows, and and his noblemen. Oh, so do they speak for the people? Because really, all I've heard about from the people on the dark side of the moon, it's sparse, but it's always like, ah, oh, I'm so offended you said this. And the Y2K thing, I guess, makes sense, but... Yeah, the king eats, like, grapes and and, and, and wheat and, 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 and just chugs moon brandy, while, while all the peoples have to eat moon dust. Can you mm. imagine having to eat moon dust every day? That, oh. I have had it. It is not the best. I mean, if it's all you got, like, you, you have to deal with it but moon brandy is delicious yeah we send them deep fried ice cream sometimes like the freezer dried Um, that's That's very nice yes and then they murder the people to eat it but yeah yeah yeah, well you can't help that you did your best yeah 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 yeah. classic hearing yeah so you were part of the interrogation squad was there any other hero or any other major cases you were involved with or was that like the biggest one for you 
Well, Y2K was huge. It was a terrorist that was responsible for a massive terror attack in the uh, early 2000s that we, uh, we we got some th- stuff out of him. We don't know. Um, I can't say his name. I actually signed a contract. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. So. That's good. You know about contracts. You get. Yeah. You got to you got to look over the contracts yeah, or else you just over, get robbed. You can't change them. Like, yeah. You can't just. Really? What? I always thought you just signed contracts. Like that's what you did. I mean, you have, you have to read them first. No, that's what my manager's for. Your manager's currently on the moon. Yeah, well, no, he's an intergalactic manager. He's on yeah. this moon base. But you never showed him the contract. He just, you just signed it. No, I sent it to him, and he sent me one of these, a little thumbs up. Is he, does he actually work for you? Yeah, he's my, my manager. He's on the moon base. He's what, intergalactic, so he's busy with a lot of passengers or a lot of other heroes. What does he do for you? You know, since I've gone part-time, it was the retainer, and then since then, because at the time, managers get you on major saves. That's very helpful. It's like pull you in for big oh, things. okay, yeah. Right? So at the time, he was doing a lot, but now that I'm part-time and on assignment, actually, working with um, Temperate Boy, I'm yeah. on assignment right now. That's how we know each other. I don't know if we've talked about this, but me mm-hmm. and him are doing a classified investigation, and so I've kind of been taken up with that and my long walks. Part-time that, my long walks, the podcast, and... Uh, he's busy right now, and I don't have paperwork for him to go through since uh, the retainer and then your contract, of course, which obviously I kind of need to go through it with him again. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I would. There's a lot of amendments in there that like I was really surprised that you let me get away with. Well, I signed it. I trust you. You have yeah. a very trustworthy face with half of your face. The yeah, left side. Yeah, the left side's been, skewered by, uh, it's been skewered by shawarma. Yeah. Um, so why are you still called boy? How old are you? I am uh, 48 years old uh, to this day. Today's what? my birthday. And how many days? Oh, it's your birthday today? <laughs> yeah, it's my birthday today. Oh, Thanks. happy birthday. I was, oh. I was expecting you guys to find it on Superheropedia, but you just didn't pull There's it up. A, yeah, I don't do research. And yeah, I don't follow heroes. I follow sports. Yeah. So. We figured you'd tell Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, why why are you, you, we've been working together all week. Did you plan anything? Or I'm so sorry we scheduled this on your birthday. Well, well, on my birthday, I mean, I've, it's usually my day I lay in bed and and, and cry and um, well, and we work. And you cold. work. With, I work with you maybe twenty five hours a week. Every once in a while these days, there's that too. Yeah. yeah. Why are you still called boy? Well, I've tried ad campaigns, uh, tried to get my press manager to change my name, but nobody wants to do it. Every time people see me, they're just like temperate boy. Like I tried to change it to temp man. Like mm. a temp man cutting it, it, cutting it down a little bit make it a little catchy make it a little hip you know? yeah. Yeah. I made some rap songs about it oh you have I, your, your temp man Dan I'm temp man Dan yeah yeah. Uh, dude I, I anyway. bought your album oh boy like you had like one okay song on there yeah and I I for sure wrote it um, yeah, yeah I'm sure it, it, it definitely didn't sound at all like Vanilla Ice you know I never got in- who's that oh he's a he's an ice cream man who raps Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's common for heroes to become singers and things like that. It's we're yeah. All, I feel like we're all like naturally artists. No, like you also. It's one of those things where like you all start out doing like that thing that makes you famous, and then you're able to like go into other things that famous people also do, which sometimes it works out. Like um, like like singing man, when like his superhero career was going really well, and then when he tried a singing career, it weirdly enough it worked out for him. Worked better. Like his power was he, another one of the rare heroes that I follow. His power was that he would sing to distract his enemies, and then he would shoot lava out of his hands, and then he'd kill them. But then he just ended up being a really good singer, and so he yeah. just became, you know, singing man, the country singer. 
And you listen to his stuff? Oh yeah, he's a great, great artist. Yeah. I listen yeah. to a lot of like instrumental stuff, so I don't like I, I don't think I've ever listened to a rap. Before. Oh, the instrumentals! It's that band of instruments that are alive, right? Yeah, I love them. Their take on what life is, and because they live to make music, to live a life where you're only fulfilled by making music. Right, these guys are pumping out incredible things, and I like it. It puts me in the zone. I think about it. It's, it's I, it's devotion to art. Like I don't think any other artist is doing. So I really only listen to them. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, you might actually like my rap though. It's not. It's not words. It's just. It's mumble rap. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it kind of sounds like I'm saying words, but I'm, I'm really not. You know, it's right. just a. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, a, yeah. See, the, the one was that song, one of them? That was one of them, yeah. That's a classic hit of uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, was the song that I was talking about that I thought was okay. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Work. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, might yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. So, man, you are busy. I have been busy. Uh, I yeah. did lose my interrogation job after Y2K, though. So Why did you lose it? I don't know. It's just weird. Like, they, they, one day they just they brought in an AC unit. I was like, "What the, what the, what the hell, guys? Like, I'm the AC unit here. What the right. hell is this guy doing here?" Oh my goodness! And uh, they were just like, "Oh, this, this thing, this piece of technology can do your job, but more efficiently." Dude, there was nothing. I think they said something along those lines. I was, I was really blocked out. It's a real bummer because it's like, you know, you don't want anyone to lose their jobs, but sometimes technology just makes things more efficient. Yeah, at first it started. It was a very insidious move on their part because I had the scheduled time at like eight a.m. on. Right, on Wednesdays, and, mm. you know, just what to be ready before the interrogation on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd show up, I'd mm. show up, and and then they they just push me away, like, no, it's time to go, temp, tempered boy. I was like, you know, I like to be called temp man. Um, anyways, you were yeah. replaced by an AC union. I hate. Oh, yeah. I hate when they bring in. It, there's nothing more offensive to a hero when they replace you with some. Some some box with no human touch. There's some no more they, efficient model of what you were doing. Well, there's that, but there's also the, the what makes heroes so incredible. At what they do is the is our level of consciousness to to look at a situation and solve it in the way that will make the pe- most people happy. And to bring in and a machine that doesn't even care about people's feelings is so offensive to a hero. This has been happening since the beginning of time. Have you heard? This is ancient hero history, but have you heard of Huil? No. It's an ancient word, huil, right? And it's his superpowers. He was very good at rolling. Okay. Really good. This is ancient history, right? Then the wheel was invented. Yeah. And they stole... They, do you hear the similarities in that? Wheel and wheel? Oh, it's a, obviously mm. the same thing, yeah. Yeah. They stole that idea from the original hero who was, uh, whose power was to roll. I mean, it is like, you know... Of an object that can roll is a fairly common thought. It could have just been like parallel thinking. What? No, they absolutely stole it. Have you not read into this? No, I don't follow heroes. I follow sports and pizza. <sighs> yeah, no, he's still alive. Uh, you haven't seen his books. He's published like three hundred thousand yeah. books on it. Yeah, I guess he's been last around for that long. Years, yeah. yeah, he's been. He keeps moving though. He's one of those that keeps on rolling on, dude. Um, we are way off topic, so. You were replaced by an AC unit. Yeah, that's the full story. Okay, yeah, let's keep going into it. They yeah. pushed me away at uh, my scheduled time. said they didn't need me anymore. They said electricity was cheaper than my $500,000 a year. Totally so fair. Very yeah, I said, so fine, rude. I get it, I get it. I'll be back, I'll be back at, uh, at, at, at midnight uh, for my heating duty. And then um, and I got there uh, at, at midnight, and I get, get there, and there's a heater installed are you doing all right man i, this is, I know this is tough traumatic 
And then they, they, they turned the heater on. I was like, what? Am I, you have an AC unit and a heater. What do you need me for? And they just like, exactly. Like, oh. So, and then they, they made me leave. Like, just right then. And then they go. They, me, they just they, let you go. They replaced you before you left? Like, like immediately. They said, that was my last day. And then, like, I didn't even get a full two years. It was a day short. Did they, did they not know for two years? that an AC unit or a heater were options other than you. How dare you? Yeah. That there's again, it's that human touch, it's that customer service level that only us humans He's charging $500,000. It's just an obviously better decision. We have clearly established that money means nothing. <laughs> It means nothing to you guys because you exactly. make a shit ton of it. But These I brought... are normal people who have like to pay for hero insurance and shit. I don't know why they can't afford that. That seems reasonable. It's forty five thousand dollars a month. You he's... guys knock down buildings every day. He's all... no, but he's interrogating. He's not doing damage. He is staying below. He's finding the truth. He's that doesn't that them. doesn't mean that they're making more money. They still make the same amount of money and have to pay for the hero insurance. Even like even if you don't use the hero insurance, you still have to pay for it because well, otherwise you can't walk around. Well, obviously you don't. You cause the damage, but you can't walk around downtown without hero insurance. No matter how little you use it, it's just not. You're just not allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unsafe downtown. That's yeah. where villains start the attacks, dude. Yeah, yeah. The fact that anyone lives in cities is mind-boggling to me. It's just nice here. Do you have access to more nightlife and, and more grocery like that? stores within a walk? That is so. true. In the countryside, also, there's lack of grocery stores. And there's. Pacific City draws a lot of people here because it's the biggest league of heroes on the West Coast with the Pacific Protectors. You're safe here because of us, but also because we're here, villains seem to attack the area around the Yeah, it the seems tower. like it cancels it out a little bit, huh? Seems like if we just weren't here, then the villains would still come here because you guys are here and we would be safe. It's a classic yin and yang. If, there's, if we increase hero power, they're only going to get stronger and vice versa. We're stuck and we just have to yeah. match evil as it develops. Weirdly good for a plot, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, so... What did you end up doing after you were let go from the interrogation? Were you let go from your government work altogether and your government contracts? Uh, specifically that one. I wasn't allowed anywhere within 500 yards of Guantanamo Bay from that point. Really? Um, that seems strict. Court order. It was weird. Wait, so why is that? 500 yards is such a strange amount for like yeah, specific. Island. It's only because they brought the heater AC unit there. No other reason. Okay? <laughs> Drop it. Okay. Drop um, it. I, I didn't touch any terrorists, okay? But what what do you we weren't accusing you of like, we, let's move on. My what okay. I after that I, I, I became a freelancer. How for, did you touch them? Kevin, How dare you, I Kevin? am really starting to dislike you and I'm about to heat up the room. I mean I I'll be in a real real bind in like an hour. Prepare for Show it. some respect to our guest. He is here sharing his story. Not all hero stories can be filled with triumph like mine. Yours Listen is, to his truth. Yours is not filled with triumph. You work part-time, and you have to expose your anus to do any good. How dare you? What is wrong with you? I'm just saying. I'm just calling it like I see it. He's a very negative Nancy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we're stuck in this contract. I, I don't think we would have made it this far without the... I liked him at first, and now he's just starting to press the issues. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious because it sounded like you were getting defensive about touching terrorists as if that was, like, a crime you How committed. How else do you interrogate them? You need to touch them. It wasn't supposed to be touching the terrorists. They got an AC unit and a heater. Well, I get it. I get it. You were trying to—I I would assume—actually, I don't get it. I, I, But clearly you don't want to share, so we can keep moving. We need to move on. Fine. All right, so what did you do? Contractually obligated to move on. What did you do after you touched the terrorists? 
So I started freelance and I moved to Atlantic City. I, I figured I'd find my niche there. A huge city, uh, second second city, uh, second largest city in the on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty great there. Uh, uh, it's really dirty though. It's a lot like this city. Uh, hey. You have certain sectors that are just un- unpopulated. It's also got this like little brother complex with Atlantis City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it's really Seoul. like yeah, 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 exactly. I would say Atlantic City compared to Pacific City, where we are now, mm-hmm. Atlantic City, I would say, have more rubble. Though I wouldn't say Pacific City is as dirty as Atlantic City. Well, we clean it, we clean it up a bit. You know, I've actually redeemed myself since my time. Actually, I didn't mean to say that. I actually uh, I, I became more successful at Guantanamo Bay at that point. Yeah. Um. It, anyway, yeah. So I mean, I got there, uh, and then it only took a, a few years for me to actually finally get what I really love doing and that's killing reptile people I'm, you are really good at that I am just wait fan. wait wait what do you mean you kill reptile people Atlantic City is in the temperate zone okay. um, it has nothing to do with my name it's just a, a climate thing right. if you go to if you're a meteorologist you would know um, if you, you go down it's da- he's just a civilian he has no idea but go to it's down on the peninsula shaped like a, like a foot don't act people. like you know things meteorologists know <laughs> by the way Go on, please. Um, yeah, I've seen the weather. So it's a very temperate zone. Uh, we have a lot of a uh, we have a lot of uh, cold blooded issues down there. By that I mean reptiles. Oh reptiles. yeah. Um, a lot of them are sentient, which is a big problem. We don't really care much about like alligators and the streams and stuff. They kill dogs and cats. That's fine. No one cares about those. Okay. But, but these dens, these sentient reptiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, open up in the sewers and they don't just sit in the sewers they make their own tunnel systems like they ruin infrastructure they're real pests mm. so what i do uh I, I go and i post up at the at the the, the, the thinnest opening where i can find and i lay there for months for months i just i just slowly slowly cool it down because they need heat to, to ward off fungus as a science mm. um so what i and i slowly cool it down over a series of months and all their eggs all their offspring before they know it they're 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 dead wow yeah you wiped out an entire population i've wiped out several uh entire but knowing they don't have rights by yourself uh, from the, i mean you know what we're doing now no, i know but, what we're doing now but i'm honestly impressed that you were on solo missions then because yeah in Atlantic City, the reptile problem is so much bigger than what it is in the Northwest here, in yeah. Pacific City. I can't believe they were sending you in by yourself to deal with the hordes. Yeah, of you were like really exposed because you were literally laying in the same spot for several months. Any of those reptilians could have just found you and eaten you. Well, I pretended to be a reptile. I pretended to be bathing in the sun, and that's a trick. Well, okay, so... I wore reptile pheromones. I, I sprayed that on me. Um, Do you wear a costume? I, I got... Like, or camouflage? Well, kind of. I, I had, like, green scales. Uh, they couldn't tell. It's very good costume work on, mm. on the production team's part. Um, I'm surprised it stuck around for months. Oh, it was fantastic. Mm. Um, Pretty impressive. Um, yeah, so I just had my hand over the little hole. Uh, all the other ones were plugged. So it wasn't just a one-person effort here. We had a whole production team that had to go make sure all the other escapes were plugged so I can keep it heat, so yeah. I can cool it down. Yeah. So um, how many of these reptiles did you kill? Uh, in, um, in like one sitting in, in that one thing yeah. I, I think I think it was estimated like 350,000 not including all Whoa. the eggs what yeah. there are that many there was that many they just sleep together they want to, they need to stay warm so they just like they always do that and they're constantly moving causing friction <gasps> so it's all this how big is the sewer system oh it's massive it's not just like i said they they drill their own holes like oh, big little so they they pits. really were like in an invasive species into oh, this area horrible but good news there's not much left yeah no apparently yeah, they can't survive I think we're on our last leg here i think we're about to take them all out yeah so what of that 
I guess we, no one listens to the podcast. Yeah. We can get into yeah, the podcast stuff. Yeah, yeah, let's talk. So a sector that ended up in Pacific City. And so there's a small group that me and uh, Temperate Boy have been, sorry, Temp Man. I keep forgetting you prefer. I just know you as Temperate Boy, just from the, uh, whatever. Uh, me and Temp Man, we are an extermination squad for another sect of these that might be in the north. Um, we are working a lot of, because as you know, I'm doing a lot of underground and investigative work. And he, as you can tell, is the best at what he does. He works slow, but he's effective. He, by himself, pulled up a large species extermination mm-hmm. um, of 365,000. Yeah, give or take, yeah. Give or take. Uh, the reptilians, jeez. And the eggs, though? You know, I give you some of those eggs. Those oh, eggs yeah. are fantastic. They're so good. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh, reptile eggs. Yeah, especially yeah. meatloaf. Yeah. Like reptile meatloaf. Mm. Oh. There's actually an episode of Greg and Greg's eggs where they tried reptile eggs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they... Um, I'll have to watch that. I have a bunch of reptilian eggs just from this thing, and I've been trying to figure out fun ways to cook them. Oh, yeah. They they show, like, reptilian omelets and, like, how to resurrect the reptile from the egg Whoa. and, like, have it as a pet. Like, all this great stuff. And then... Who... What? What? Hmm? What what are they doing? Oh, the, don't worry. It doesn't come back as a reptile. It t- comes back as like the same size of a reptile, but it's a chicken. Oh, okay. It's a yeah, chicken? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I need to check that out. Well, anytime, I would love to learn how to do that. Anytime you take any egg from any animal, if you bring it back, to, like, re- like re- de-age it so that it's like turned into a thing, uh, it always turns into a chicken no matter what kind of egg it is. When you de-age it, what do you mean by that? I uh, I guess that's the wrong way to put it. Just when you uh, breathe life into the egg, and then mm-hmm. when it comes to life, it's always about a, uh, I would say like a four foot five tall chicken every time. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Is that that's the thing? Because I've never seen mad, um, wild gigantic chickens, mm-hmm. and I was wondering where they're getting these triple D chicken breasts, dude. These massive fuckers that mm. they lately, and it must. So is that where they're getting the giant chicken breasts? No, most th- most of them are getting uh, uh, chicken breast enhancement surgery, which is unfortunate oh. because they, uh, I don't know, they like, yeah, like it looks like good chicken breast, but it always like just seems fake and like there's some sort of chemical going on in it. I don't know. There's but... some big cocks, though, I'll tell you what. Oh, huge cocks. Giant yeah, cocks. Oh, my God. Not My Favorite Hero this week is sponsored by Ear Buddies. Have you ever just had a boss that was just, just a, like really annoying and you just want to kind of get through your day and just do your job without he- having to hear that like awful voice? Well, now you can. With Ear Buddies, you just plug them into your ears, can't hear a fucking thing. If you ever just wanted to record a podcast and just pretend that you're agreeing with what he says while he's moving his mouth, now you can. It's great. Wait, is that what those are for? The, the 10% off on our website uh, if you use the code Have you been Lance. tuning me out? You said those helped you understand me better. What? The, those ear things you've been wearing lately. What? The ugly ass ear things that you've been wearing to- Can't hear you. You son of a bitch. How long were you guys waiting for me? Was that too long? You like, you guys- Was that too long of a wait? I'm sorry, that took a while. You're pissing? Yeah, I had to go to my special bathroom, the reinforced bathrooms upstairs. Yeah, no, we we know about the reinforced bathrooms upstairs. Yeah. I'm really. To make you wait, by the way, I'm glad. Like, I appreciate the fact that you're doing your kegels in there now. Like, I just really didn't want them to be around the office. I'm always doing kegels. I, I don't know why you pretend like it happens sometimes. It's the holotrophic butt breathing. Oh yeah, sorry. I get them confused. I'm doing kegels right now. Yeah, I get them confused because the the butt breathing is the one that that ex- like it makes that like high pitched squeaking noise, right? I mean, when I really push myself but you're yeah, always that. really pushing yourself when it comes to the butt breathing 110 percent always yeah because i'm a hero that can't quit 
Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. All right, so temperate boy. Sorry, temp man. Can I call you Tempe? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to call you Tempe. It'll be easier. Do you prefer Tempe? Uh, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a weak, but I mean that's fine. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Been, been I think it fits. Okay, so Tempe, how did you discover your powers? Like, it's was this something you were born with, or was this something you 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 that changed you? I had no idea. My my dad kept it from me my whole childhood. Um, he didn't tell me what I was or what, what I could be, my potential, um, the great superhero I would become one day. So you were raised like a normal kid then. Yeah, I mean, I, I ate breakfast cereal. I went to school. I, I didn't I didn't think I had powers for the longest time. Um, and then turned 13, and I really started to blossom. Puberty started to kick in. I was laying down. You had puberty in 13? I did, yeah. That's young. That's yeah. when I hit it, too. Really? I hit it when yeah. I was 19. What? Yeah, I'm just a late bloomer. <laughs> no, that's a medical thing. It's you're not... not <laughs> yeah, you're, you're... No, that's a... What do you mean, medical thing? It's like... You're supposed to hit puberty around 13, 12, right? It's 13 it to 23. Should. I hit it when no, I was 19. No, 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 no. It's like, no, that's not normal. Agree to disagree on that one. So 13, your body started changing, and what was happening? Like kind what? of. I was, I was being sweaty, or I was getting goosebumps. Like it, was, it was weird, switching on and off. I don't I don't know what was happening. I was just laying, I was laying, like, really, I figured it out when I was laying in bed one night. I was like, oh, man, I, I'm getting a little hot. And I took off my blanket, and I was like, oh, man, I'm... Getting a little cold. I, I had to go and check the thermostat. I was like, it's not, didn't, didn't change. And my water bed started, 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 started like frosting. Oh, interesting. Huh. I was like, what? Like yeah. freezing a little, little, just a little bit, a little yeah. glossy, a little, yeah, little, just like very slowly. I mean, slow, yeah, slow, like yeah. frozen dew. Yeah, like this has never happened before. And I checked to see if my my my, my dad did something to it because he's you know. Uh, uh, AC guy, um, and I was like, "Hey, Dad, your father was an AC man." Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Like he, like he, like fixed air conditioners. Or? Oh, he was much more than that. He was, he was a genius air conditioner guy. Like he, he did all the innovations you can think of on AC units, man. But why would that really? give him the ability to like freeze over your bed? I, I, that's why when I was thirteen. I was a kid. I had no idea. Oh, okay. Right. I see. Yeah, who would you turn to if? Imagining if I had a father at that time and something weird like that started happening, I too would turn to my father who knows temperature control better than anyone else. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I'm not going to ask my dog. Mm. Yeah, they only have like a moderate understanding of temperature control on average. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I went and uh, asked my dad. My dad was like, I don't see anything going on here. And he's like, are, are you feeling all right? I'm like, what do, what do you mean? He's like, are you a little hot? Are you a little cold? And I was like what <laughs> what he's like why don't you why don't you try to warm me up a bit bud i was like what do you mean just concentrate try to warm the molecules around you i was like i've never had a father you had two fathers greg and greg right i currently have two fathers greg and greg um is this normal for fathers to like ask no he has He's getting into the origin story about his specific power. Obviously, it's not common with every father. I never had puberty. I never went through puberty. <laughs> you went through puberty at 19, <laughs> which is another issue. Oh, I, I just don't know what a normal puberty is with a father. Clearly, you don't know what a normal puberty is at all. <laughs> I'm just a late bloomer. Yeah, that's a word for it. So, so you turned to your father. What did he say? It was being way too specific for somebody that was clueless. I mean, I was trying to paint that picture for you. Like he was digging in. He said words like molecules and and and, and condensation. Those are big words. Yeah. Those are big words. Yeah, I didn't know what those meant. I was thirteen. 
Like I, <laughs> I really know what that means now. I read it at a seventh grade reading level. Okay. Well, a molecule it's, it's is average. the small things that make up things, and then condensation. That's like when you crack open a soda, you hear that, right? That's the condensation. No. Okay, yeah. So these are big words that we're all learning together. So, yeah, okay. all at the same time, totally. So he was using big words that near clearly none of us could understand. No, and none of us. For a thirteen-year-old boy, that'd be very difficult. Definitely, for sure. So yeah. So after getting the questions from my dad, and he was also like, "Oh wait, you can get rid of the frost too if you concentrate hard enough." I was like, "What, Dad? What?" He's like, yeah, just warm the molecules around you. From that day forward, I just concentrated. He trained me, and, and, and I can I can control the molecules around me. So can your father also do these things? He cannot, no. Then how did he know about it? So I found out after my 18th birthday um, that uh, I didn't have a mom. Uh, I should have known. I should have got what? all the hints from... Wait, you did have a mom growing up, or there was just never a mom? I, I didn't I thought I I was born um, from a, a human lady right uh, yeah. turns out no no I was not you you're not well, from you weren't born I, I did not come from uh, a human uh, lady fetus no where did what? you come from I uh, so my dad told me 18 um, uh, so ba my, my dad a little bit about him he's a uh, He's an AC guy. He worked in ACs all his life, uh, and he's the most heralded AC mechanic in the world, what? and yeah. possibly the universe. We haven't explored that far, but yeah, everyone but, knows but about Harold, the AC guy. Yeah, yeah Harold. What yeah. we know so far is he is the best. We're looking for a better. Yeah, and uh, he got. I don't know what happened. He, he was doing some experiments at his secret secret job. Um, they wouldn't ever tell me about. And then, uh, so basically, what he did, he 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 transplanted. An embryo with, with specific air conditioning DNA into an air conditioner unit, um, and plugged it in, and nine months later I was born. You were okay, 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 okay. What? So wait, you were born from an actual air conditioner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He installed a, a, a installed a gestating sac. Installed or inseminated? I don't know what he did. With his dick in the air conditioner, but he got that in there somehow. Yeah, that, but his that dick is something. Was in the air conditioner? I would assume so. Yeah, he has a tendency to fuck air conditioners. So, oh, really? yeah, that's just a, that's a thing he does. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he has a lot of uh, air condition. Actually, yeah, no, he he's had a lot of air conditioners around the house, like decoration. But sometimes I like see him in the middle of the night, really drunk. He just walk over, pull his pants down, just start like fucking next to the fridge well you know what they say I've been if there. you love what you do you never work a day in your life and it sounds and like you know your dad what, found his calling and you know what else they say if you fuck what you <laughs> he loves air conditioners I don't think I've met a man in my life who's loved air conditioners as much as he has so your mother was an AC unit yeah if you want to call her that does she have sentience uh no uh, but she did uh, she did make noises sometimes so you, you yeah, had a I'm relationship sure. with your mother like well, you knew your mother, or she, it turns out she cooled me down my whole life up until uh, I was thirteen. I found out my own powers, but yeah, she was in my window, always watching me. Wait, so when you gained the power to control temperature, that's when your mother stopped cooling you down and stopped being around. I just stopped turning her on. Oh, you stopped turning your mom. Yeah. Stop turning on your mom. Huh? Yeah, I stopped turning yeah. my mom on when I hit puberty. Uh, yeah, that you that happens. That happens a lot. I just didn't hit the on button, you know. To oh, so she's still on standby. Well, kind of. I unplugged her too. So you did unplug your you mom. You pulled the plug 13. on your mom? 
Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. When you found out you didn't need her anymore, you just unplugged her. Well, I didn't know she was my mom. You're then. a little cold-hearted, dude. We've okay. been like kind of touching around this the whole thing, and it's starting to. I'm starting to connect the dots and see a theme. You unplugged your mother when you're 13. You touched terror terrorist in some way that made you not be around the Guantanamo Resort within 500 yards. No, I no, mean, no, no, you no, no. wiped out 300 and exterminated a civilization of 365. We were, all pra- we were all praising him for how he did that. That was impressive. It was incredible. But you, I don't know. It's Those just, are not I, people. We only care about people. Fair, okay? fair, fair, yeah. fair. You're right, though. I keep, this is my problem. And he's been training me all week. I've never worked on an extermination squad like this before. All week. Well, um, extermination squad's an aggressive term for what you guys what do. do. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what's with you. No, I'm just I'm just saying for branding purposes. So this whole area underneath the surface heroing is something I'm not familiar with because I'm used to being in the spotlight where you're like the hero. What Tempe does is he operates in the shadows, right? And I'm new to this, and you keep telling me forget your enemy's feelings, forget the feelings of anyone involved. It's just like go in there and get the job done, which exactly seems the things you have done in your past doesn't seem to be the right way. It could, it's concerning to me. You can't worry about the feelings oh, of people hey guys. involved. Hey guys, sorry, I'm just I'm getting a call. Uh, yep, yep. There's an explosion on the on the bottom floor. We gotta evacuate real quick. All right, we'll be back in a second. Another false alarm. There's a little bit of earthquake in the city. The the tower freaks out because you know this is a high security area that mm. we have to be extra cautious, but. Yeah, also the, I hate having to walk all the way to the bunker and then find out it's a drill. And then yeah, they, they need to be careful with it, though, because, like, the building's not, like... I, I get that the aesthetic of how it looks represents something, but it's just not structurally sound. Yeah, it is a little top-heavy. Yeah, a little bit. It has a little bulb at the top-ish. Yeah, 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 it's just, like... It just seems like it's an unnecessary... I, I, get, I get the reasoning why, but, you know. Well, it opens up. So... This, you're operating this moral ambiguity. You're, you're, this podcast is called My Favorite Hero, and you seem to be more, and excuse me if this is offensive, but this is how I see it, is uh, cold-hearted. Is there any, like, redeeming quality with you? What's like the, 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 what do you think is something about, like, the most heroic or the best thing about you for our listeners so they can, they can see you as the hero I see you as? Yeah, you're, you describe me as a cold-hearted reptile in a way, but I, I despise those. I am a very... Yeah. A very warm, generous lover, and I cannot be more explicit about this. Okay, well, warm is obvious, but generous, uh, yeah, I mean, it generous could... honestly is something I'm surprised about. You don't seem the type. I have a huge penis, massive. Do you? Massive. Really? I was not born with it. I could. It's my super one of my superpower uh, traits. It, oh, so your like power... when your powers manifested at puberty, your your penis grew. Your powers well, well you- that wasn't the origin story of that power. I just figured out eventually later on I could dilate my blood vessels so they become oh, more swollen. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So wow. yeah, when did you figure this out? Well, you know, <laughs> funny enough, I figured it out when I was uh, having right sex with a mango when, <laughs> when I was 14. Um, <laughs> mango wait, wait, wait. completely exploded. It was just everywhere. Were you... Okay, so this is something we haven't talked about, but your power would be really good for, like, maintaining the perfect temperature for a mango to make it feel real. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't oh have to microwave goodness. it or anything. You don't have yeah. to microwave it. Yeah, there's probably a good the, reason the we haven't at all, talked about the radiator. that. No broil involved. Yeah. God, I'm always fucking cold mangoes. Why are you fucking mangoes? 
Well, I was 20 at the time. I just went through puberty. And I was just... <laughs> yeah? I was 20 at the time. I just went through puberty. And uh, you know how it is. He was fucking mangoes when he was 14. I got to it when I was 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he had the ability to like manipulate the temperature of mangoes to make it uh, represent a, a vagina, so to speak. You're just fucking a cold fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah, actually. Yeah. Hmm. I have no contention with that. Yeah, it was. A, I prefer it a little colder again, so I can feel it. Um, his he's going for like the perfect temperature, but because of the the invulnerability that I have, the strength of eighteen strong t-shirts. Strong t-shirts. Um, I would actually not even just like room temperature cold. I would freeze the mango. So Tempe, how many inches is your cock? Uh, inches, I. Uh... I don't work in inches. What, what do you work in? What do you work, work in? in yards. <laughs> oh. Oh, my. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> oh, my. I think that's the end of the segment, right? <laughs> Wait, no, but back to business. Yeah. How big is your cock? Yeah, seriously. Uh, it's about 35 centimeters. 30? Uh, that's my, my greatest goal. Uh, sometimes I get too excited in the bedroom. Uh, sometimes I... I've, I've injured quite a few, quite a few women. Wait, so sure, yeah, not on purpose. It's Are just you getting, what? <laughs> it's, just, it's just an accident. I like I get really enthralled in the moment. I'm like I'm, I'm getting laid up for so long, and then hey, next thing you know, it's um, you're just fucking a mango again. <laughs> so if you lose control in sex, your penis will expand to a point it can hurt. Like it can happen that quick. Yeah. How big can your penis get? Could, uh, Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay, that's the max. Okay, that's still How, big. Is it? How much does it grow generally? Is it? Does it? Does it grow it, like slowly? Well, like the again. well, like normal size? Like yeah, yeah. Does it adjustment? fit comfortably in a normal pair of pants, or do you need specialized pants? Oh, uh, normal pants are fine. It, it's like uh, only when I'm aroused does it become a problem. Okay. Okay. So normally it, it will sit around I don't know seven inches in your in your measurements. I'm metric, so okay. Seven um, seven's like respectable, but like reasonable to handle. Pretty average. Seven's really good, actually. I would think. Seven inches is, I mean, not everyone can have a 35 centimeter cock, yeah. but I would say seven inches. Is Some people would say seven is twice the amount you need. Yeah. <laughs> seven seems big to me. Oh, that's yeah. So that's baseline, but my new girlfriend now, after several tries and I air. You have with, a new girlfriend? I do, yeah. Oh, I'm um, to, I have a date coming up. I injured the seven before, but the new one, she's pretty cool. She has a very pliable vagina. Oh. Pliable vagina? Yeah, it expands. So Wait, is it? Is it the superhero pliable vagina? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Love her work. Yeah. Love her work. She's uh she she uh part time she does she does part time heroing like you, but she's also in the pizza delivery game. She's in the pizza delivery game? That's like yeah. you Well yeah, she huh. because she's able to um carry like way more pizzas than the average person because she sticks them oh, and keep right them up her vagina. Yeah, well you just need a big ziploc bag. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Basically yeah, they what it smell is. good too, which is interesting when they deliver. Huh. Oh yeah. Is this fish? No, it's not. No, no anchovies here. Yeah. Um, she also used to work in porn. Uh, mm, she that makes sense. 27 yeah. dudes at the same time. It was pretty fantastic. Dang. Wow. Dang. Are these normal dudes or are these like super cocks like yours? I think they're normal. Um, even, I, think, I feel like we have to like. Even like, yeah. an, even like a normal seven inches is still like a lot for, for 27. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so how did you and Pliable Vagina Woman meet? Wait, what's her name? Pliable Vagina. Woman or just Pliable? No, just Pliable Vagina. Okay. So wait, how did you and Pliable Vagina meet? Oh, I met her on uh, OnlyFans. I, I would go in there and watch her videos. And, and oh, that's the website where like you do like you do like weird entertainment shows based on fans, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah. Uh, she would. Uh, she had this 
awesome countdown I became just uh, enamored with. Uh, it wasn't a countdown, it was a count up. She would just add one dick, two dicks, three dicks, wow. all the way to 27. And then I then I told her, hey, I'm bigger than all those fucks. So to so, put together, and she's like, fucking sign me up. I'm done. And then... So you just told her how big your cock was, and this is how you romanticize the woman? Yep, that's, that's how you get it So off. I'm currently pursuing a woman, um, and I've never had the opportunity to do this before because I've been so in the hero game. This is my first time. I'm kind of excited. This girl, she's amazing. I just met her. She, she, I met her on a walk, and we talked for a little bit, and I got her number, and we might have a date later. Right? Should I tell her now, before the date, how big my cock is, or is that something she should discover? It's usually like third date material. Third date, I should tell her. Yeah. Okay. Why well, I don't? I, well, I'm not a detective, right? I'm more of a uh, interrogator. Uh, it sounds mm-hmm. like you uh, revealed that you're uh, get a little one. You get a little itty bitty one. Well, itty bitty. Yeah, Lance, how big is your cock? Yeah, just say, say it right now. She's four inches, away. which is big enough. It's it's right in the average range for an average vagina. We can't all be. Fuck yeah. it. I don't want to fuck a pliable vagina. I just need an average vagina. How this little? Totally the, fair. The best tip I can give you. It packs a punch. Don't tell her. Just wait until the moment arises when you can show her. Yeah. Wait, are you saying my penis should arise and show her? Is that when the moment rises when I rise? So here's here's what my advice would be. This is how it actually worked out with me and my girlfriend. Um, you have just, a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. We went to the juice bar together, remember? Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. Sorry. Yeah. You, I keep looking for a girlfriend, and I just keep forgetting you actually have one. Oh, no, no. It's fine. I'm still taking your money. All so... Right, so- uh, my how it worked with my girlfriend was I was just very, very sweet, very kind, very loving, and we dated for like a month before we had sex. And then by the time we had sex, you waited a month. Mm-hmm. Is that prudy? You have experience, Tempe. Is that kind of prudish for him to wait a month? Um, not if you're religious. No, not if you're re- are you religious? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. I just guessed. I have no yeah, idea. Fair. Yeah. No, I'm religious. So your religion says wait a month. Yeah. Exactly. That's okay. the only tenet of the religion. Okay, and is this... You don't, we don't have church or anything. We just know that like, if you get into a relationship, wait a month. Is this a pre-2000 month or is this post-2000 month? Where it's 28 days or the 30 days after what Y2K did? Uh, it's uh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. So it's yeah. a 29... So, wait, was your religion established as he was pulling the moon in? Yeah. I haven't heard of this one. Anyways. I was busy at the time, clearly. Yes, yes. But like how it worked with our relationship was... I was just very nice and very loving, and then by the time we actually had sex a month in, I showed her my dick, and, you know, she was like, it's fine. What does fine mean? In inches? I mean, like, eight and a half, but that's, you know. Eight and a half? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like a little bit above board, it's fine. Yeah. So, does your power work on other penises as well? The stretching and the growing throat, the... <laughs> If I'm there, if I'm there, I can, I can make you it happen. To, like, Do you have it. to be touching it? I don't have to be touching it, no. Oh, okay. You don't have to be touching no. it. All right, well, you can work in magic. I yeah. could it does take time, though. I have, to, I, have to, I, have to, I have to prepare them. Well, we've been here you. for an hour and a half, and I feel like we've wasted time. But I, it's so, so how you've been doing it for your opinion is it's, it's stretching. It's like when you were 13, you were like used your power and like, holy shit, 35 centimeters. Or was it like a slow build? I train it. It's like your Kegel exercises. Tra- okay, except. gotcha. Exactly, yeah. Except I call Impressive. them dilation uh, erection exercises. That's dilation erection exercises? D-E-E? Mm-hmm. A D. Just D. called D. Oh, yeah. I'm Dean right now. Do you... Yeah. Did you release... Dean right now? Uh, right did now. you release Whoa, the... I... Did you release the workout video called Erector Size? Oh, I did. Yeah. My God, yeah, that's... Yeah. 
Ah, uh, man, that's that's one of it's one of my favorites. That's He's released a lot of good work. Yeah. You've yeah. done so much. I guess you are older yeah. than me. But I mean, I feel like I haven't. I feel like I've just heroed. I mean, your life. your collection of mumble raps and uh, erection based exercise videotapes is like really some of the highlights of my week. Yeah, and don't forget the the championships of pizza delivery and ice cream. Oh, just ice cream. Just ice cream. Yeah, the, yeah. Then the pizza delivery, like pizza you delivery. Do a lot I am outside yeah. of heroing. I I should learn from you because I feel like my whole life has been built around heroing, and then recently it was cut in half like Solomon's baby and took away from me. Right. So I'm trying to fill that void of half a baby. How to fill my life with meaningful things now that I'm heroing part time, and you seem to be. You have so many things going on for you outside of heroing. It's all, it's all about entrepreneurship. You hear people throw that around. No one knows what it means, really, but you have to embrace it. Be like, I don't know what that means either, but i got to do more things. Uh, one book oh. I would recommend, which yeah. definitely exists in this universe, is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by mm. Dale Carnegie. That's a fantastic book. Mm. Mm. Yeah, DC, it's one of my favorite I, heroes. It doesn't sound like a book I need to read. I've never had a problem. Okay. Mm. I'm very influential, and I have a lot of friends. Kevin? Yeah. I mean, you don't need to get so defensive. Like, I, I feel like I do. Why? Because you are always nitpick that stuff. Yeah. You don't let me have anything like that. No, you have a lot of friends. And I influence a lot of people, right, Kevin? Oh, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you influence, like, a lot of, like, legal issues, yeah. You always do that. What? You influence a lot of legal issues. You said you okay. influence a lot of people. That's so, a lot of people. So that helped you find meaning outside of heroing that book specifically that was one one of many okay, okay very gotcha. well read mm -hmm. i'm actually i didn't tell you about my other power which is uh, i can speed up my brain faster you, you or my, yeah i can speed up my brain my neurons to fire faster so i'm smarter than everybody really so, yeah can you prove that in any way how do you prove that how do you just i think just by his general tone he kind of proves it yeah don't Absolutely. challenge me on that. yeah you don't you don't actually need to bring up proof when you have that tone yeah i guess so yeah. So your brain operates a little faster than most people? Just a little bit. And your cock is larger? Yep. Wow. Really got a lot going for you. Yeah. Like in the beginning. Yeah, we make the best out of like a shitty power. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the strongest. That's my downside. I'm not the strongest guy in the world, okay? But yeah. You got a lot going for you. I'm big dick and very smart. Yeah. Uh, I saw that wink. Lance, you ready to get hit? All right. To close it out, every week we do hit me as hard as you can, Tempe. Uh, this is, as you know, a superhero situation room, so you can break the furniture, do whatever you need, show us your ultimate move, because as you know, I am invincible. Good luck hurting me. Many have tried, none have succeeded. And the counter is five times for this episode that he's mentioned he's invincible. Every week. So, Tempe, hit me as hard as you can. All right, so I'm not going to hit you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a type of chokehold on you. You're trying to get a chokehold? I can breathe through my butt. What is that going to do? You'll see. You'll see. So just sit, sit, sit all the way. Just sit, sit. I'm going to wrap my arm around you. And, no, don't fight it. Don't fight it. And everything he does is weirdly sexy. Yeah. Don't. You feel that? I'm not fighting. You feel that? My feet are falling asleep. Like, they're getting a little tingly. I, you want colder, oh, bud? pins and needles. Man, have you ever felt pins and needles in your feet before? No, but I don't like it. It's like you're... What is that? Has your foot ever fallen asleep? What is falling asleep? How does a foot fall asleep? Ah, what? I can't move it, where? So what I'm doing right now is slowing down your lymph system by cooling it. So you're you're losing flow. So your immune system can't function properly. So your uh, lymph system is fucking what? you up. My feet are... I can't walk. It like just hurts. Pin I have to stay still. I can't even wiggle my toes. It hurts so bad. Yeah, you need your lymph system flowing or else you cannot move properly. This is your ultimate move? You make people's feet fall asleep? 
Well, with normal people, it causes elephantitis. Ooh, that sounds cool. Can can you try it on me? I want to see what happens. You'll love it. I'll yeah, yeah. It. Let's give it a shot. Are you, you gonna do it now? Me? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right, I'll take a break. This is all. This is all. Release me, please. Release me. Yeah, this is all. gonna happen. All right, let's see it. Let's do it. All right, come on. Ooh, pins and needles. Ooh, come on, Kevin. I'm gonna wrap my arm around you like this. Okay, he's wrapping his arm around my neck. Here you go. Feeling a little, little cold. It does look sexy from this angle. But yeah, little feels a little like little. Oh my god. Okay, release him, release him, release oh, him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he gonna be okay? Um, you can really recover eventually. This is a temporary. Uh, it's almost like tear gas in a way. It's a, it's a temporary non. Uh, well, his non-lethal. legs return to normal. They're kind of stumpy. They'll come back, They'll uh, come back as long as he's not actually sick. If he's actually sick, they'll stay like that. Are forever. you actually sick? Should we do? Are you fine? Uh, he's fine. All right, thank you so much, Temperate Boy, Temp Man, or Tempy. Whatever you prefer. You've been awesome. Have a great week. This is hell. This week on My Favorite Hero, Temp Boy was played by the very funny Blade Frank. You can find more of his stuff at Blades Abyss on YouTube. The Lactose Lancer is played by me, Theo Blue. Young Kevin, Young Kevin, because his parents suck at naming. And our theme music was by Kevin McLeod. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.